0: Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your almost weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. And for the past almost week, (laughs) I have challenged Edwin to play Grim Valor, which is also pronounced Grimvalor. Did you say Grimvalor all throughout while you were playing this game, Edwin? Yeah, because it's one word. (laughs) It It is one word. I really, yeah. Do we actually know what the correct pronunciation is? I think it's Grim Valor. Grim... Like, there should be a space in between. Yeah, yeah. there should be a space in between. Um, but before
1: we get to that, A-S-T-I-S-J-G. Oh, boy. That's right. It is time for the occasional segment, asking <laughs> Sam things I should just Google. And on this installment of i mm-hmm. I'm getting good at saying that, I asked Sam, Sam, what is cod blops other than a diseased
0: fish? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually cod blops four.
1: Oh, this has been cropping up on my small game-related radar, mm-hmm. which I have installed in my backyard.
0: It's a very small radar. <laughs> it yeah, it has low, low range, low frequency. Right,
1: so something has to be pretty big yeah. in the news sphere to make it on. So yeah.
0: you rely on me, Yeah. who has the larger radar. <laughs> well, you have all that space in New Jersey. That's true. I do <laughs> have a very large backyard. <laughs> That's right. But I a, set up my game radar. <laughs> okay, this analogy is is very tortured. Let's move on.
1: Sam, COD BLOPS, what is happening? What's going on? Why so, is this all over the place? So, codblops stands
0: for <laughs> Call of Duty, Black Ops. Okay, even I have heard of Call of Duty. Yeah, so Call of Duty is a very popular first person shooter franchise originally made by Infinity Ward. Avengers Infinity Ward? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. This has become a very popular franchise. Uh, right. in like, it's like the console of these, world
1: like fetishizing the military kind of endless game
0: series yeah theme. it's like very you know? intense dramatic you know Jerry Bruckheimer slash Michael Bay type <laughs> action cinemas where you have really intense action followed by semi poignant dialogue <laughs> S- semi poignant okay. yeah So it's become really popular because this was, uh, it's like a really intense first person shooter or originally I think like for the Xbox and like the PS2, I want to say, PS3. And so it it became really, yeah, it became really popular. Uh, And so they just started pumping them out year after year, right? So another team takes the the turn of making it every other year while another team, the, the original team, Infinity Ward, works on like you know the main franchises Uh, along the way another company called treyarch studios uh made a version of call of duty called black ops which also got very popular
1: bit like the star wars you have the you have the main stories and then they have the spin-off han solo story exactly but imagine that was popular
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) i've not actually seen it so i've i watched it on the plane it was really good oh okay (laughs) yeah but back to Blops Four, which is an interruption of Grimvalor. So Blops Four is now all over the radar because one of the main gameplay for Blops Four is uh, a battleground mode. So you're there with I think 88 players, 88 to about 90 players. Sounds familiar. Yeah, stuck on an island. Stuck on an island. Ever shrinking circle. Ever shrinking circle <laughs> I called. Uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's called like the convergence. They have a cool name <laughs> which I've renamed as David Crumholtz because oh, okay. uh, rather than a blue cloud that suddenly we all know and love yeah from a certain other game exactly which suddenly encloses it's now a blue cloud but when you look into it you see like numbers falling down Oh like the Matrix like the Matrix Oh
1: here's the conversions but
0: I call it David Crumholtz because David Crumholtz is the actor of a TV show called Numbers <laughs>
1: so this is the first time they've released like the battle royale version like previously it was like just more like a scripted campaign Mm -hmm. like you follow this storyline. you follow the the storyline
0: the other mode that um blops or like any other call of duty is really famous for is their multiplayer they have a really intense multiplayer mode where you're going you're going around shooting people essentially but then the shooting is very um like almost like two shots and then you're down whereas with you know as you know like PUBG, you do have a bit of health and you got to go pick up stuff right so it comes with that mode as being like sort of the primary mode multiplayer is there um, because that's what people have come to know and love about the series but also they're also known for like the zombie series which is like a horde mode
1: okay okay so basically they've about any time a Call of Duty game comes out, that's kind of a big deal, mm-hmm. just because of its history. And what's particularly interesting this time around is that they've released like, the battle royale off the back of Fortnite and PUBG. Exactly, and it
0: works beautifully. It's it's have actually, you it? yes, it's really good. Can people see you play this? Yes, you can. If you go to Twitch.tv/slash Spotify Gaming, we have a we stream on like Monday nights and we stream on Friday nights, usually around ten o'clock. Uh, eastern time eastern time remember to like and subscribe (laughs) and subscribe free with twitch prime smash that notification bell yeah
1: send me some audience bits
0: i don't know what that means (laughs) all right the bits yeah give me some biddies we don't have any of that turned on so oh okay it's going to be a very simple watch for you guys all
1: right well i shall watch you play this and that concludes this week's episode of
0: astisjg all right thanks for subscribing see you guys next (laughs) week bye podcast recommends Grimbala. So Grim Valor, Grimvalor. It should be Grim Valor because the V is larger than the other letters in the logo. Yeah, oh, but it's... if I look
1: at the subtitle, V is lowercase. Oh, what? Yeah, it's just Grimvalor.
0: So Grim Valor is from a company from Finland called Light, and it seems to be their first big game. It seems like there were two separate companies previously working on some smaller games, but this is sort of their first big game that they've produced as one company so um overall super polished game if you play it uh one of the main things that it will remind you of is a popular franchise popular game franchise called dark souls Oh yes
1: that's what i thought of
0: you do not know <laughs> so if you know dark souls it's actually they, they call upon very similar things um which is whenever you get to a rest stop you have to kneel have down to before a fire Oh, right like a fire is your rest stop whenever you do rest ah, it charges flames. it the charges right your Estus Flask which is I Boy. think in this game it's called some other flask that heals you there's also uh, one of the big game elements from Dark Souls is like being able to parry by rolling and in this game you can parry and roll at the same time ah the old parry roll parry and roll I went to school with him <laughs> if you haven't played dark souls or this Mm. it is essentially a platformer it is a platformer but more like um almost like an action rpg (laughs) right (laughs) which certainly helps with the description right i mean you're less about jumping from place to place more about killing things and leveling up your character that's true yes it's it's Unlike other right.
1: platforms I've played where the skill is to time your jumps just right or make sure you can jump onto this tiny ledge, here you have a whole bunch of like accessory movements. You can do like a double jump or run up the side of a wall. So actually you rarely find yourself falling off the platforms. It's actually all about the combat. With, That's uh, true. Scary and, bad guys. And there's up.
0: the the penalty isn't from you not being able to platform properly. There's almost no penalty in that. Like you can fall from a very high fall You can even fall off a cliff, and it won't actually um, decrease your hit point in any way.
1: Yeah, and if you do actually fall into a hole, which I have on occasion, you just restart from the other side. Yep. Yes, so
0: it's definitely focused on the combat, Mm -hmm. because there you will die. You will get smashed. And you will die
1: soon, and quickly.
0: And (laughs) and a lot. And so that's kind of like the vein of uh, Dark Souls, which this game is based on. It's about you dying and learning from your mistakes
1: much like real life much like real life <laughs> so we should talk about the combat yeah it is deliberately hard it is deliberately That's hard. That's kind of the yeah. point of these games
0: that is the you kind of know what you're getting yourself into the flavor de jour what
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well is it difficult it's just there's a lot of it maybe the difficulty
0: is you die easily i think the it? difficulty will come when you reach the bosses yes so there's a lot of battle that you just have to know the pattern. So another thing is being able to establish the patterns of the bad guys that you encounter. Like some people will give off really good signals on when they're going to attack, right? Right. <laughs> Which is great. Like they turn red. There's like a little flash of light. You know when they're going to attack. That's true. Unlike the other game that we played last last week, Hordes of Enemies, where there isn't really a strong indicator of when they're going to attack. You just have to carefully look at their movements, Right, mm, I see this for for the bad guys here. They give you a really clear signal um, that they're going to attack. Whether it's Thank like, God a they're not
1: wearing sunglasses. Really <laughs> animated,
0: wind up to like their eyes flashing red to their faces turning red. Uh, really good indicators of when to parry. <laughs> to parry, roll. Yeah. How
1: far did you get in this game? Shall we do a little? Because there is a map.
0: Yes. In addition to
1: the platforming and the fighting, there is also a sort of exploration phase and i think you can take choices as to explore which rooms you mm-hmm. go to uh well there well there is a kind level of depicted as rooms
0: when you look at the map right which is an interesting levels. thing yeah. because there is something about like a metroidvania feel for this game now edwin do you remember what metroidvania means damn i didn't know that'd be a quiz <laughs> uh, <laughs> metroid i know you have to destroy doors Kind of, but you need to <laughs> find you need to find the right tools to go through certain doors. You either need to level up in a way to either get the new weapon that allows you to break through the doors. But the whole point is that you're you're leveling up your character by giving them new abilities, which then opens up more parts of the map. And in that sense, like this game is kind of a Metroidvania because there are some parts of the map that you can't access unless you have like the slam down move. Mm. oh oh boy oh that's interesting <laughs> so what level is your character my character is level three. Oh boy
1: <laughs> yeah i was not impressed by that <laughs> all right sam what's your level uh level 11 well i think what? we can see how far people have got here all which
0: right. which how many rooms did you unlock i've unlocked uh, let's see d- 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 four so you're at the dark iron forge uh,
1: Nope, I'm on Act One, Lowlands oh. Monastery. <laughs> oh, that's right. Lowlands
0: Monastery. Okay. The
1: Monastery, yes. I uh, see we go a little
0: bit further. Solid effort. Yeah, so I'm in Act Two. <laughs> I finished Act One. Uh, and I'm in Act Two, and I'm probably around halfway through Act Two. What did you think of the game, Edwin?
1: I thought it was okay. Still not totally sold on the on screen controls. Mm-hmm which I know is ridiculous because I play a lot of PUBG Mobile. (laughs) When you need to move quickly in PUBG, there's less, there's no parrying or jumping. I mean, you can jump, but it's not so vital. So really, it's more about moving left and right and shooting. And if you have uh, 3D touch enabled, you can just move your thumbs and tap. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, when you're in the midst of battle, you have to be very precise and hit the buttons exactly right, which I found difficult. And of course, with the on-screen controls, the controls can be anywhere between games whereas you know you're playing on your console you've you learn you where the buttons, buttons are right. yeah you get that you sort of muscle memory of like, oh, yeah uh, which obviously does not happen when you're on touchscreen because buttons can be anywhere i found it's difficult to get past my clumsiness um but that said i enjoyed it but then i hit a boss and i've just not been able to get past that boss because i'm bad at this game okay <laughs> yeah so i, I think, think there's like a balance there between yes it's deliberately hard and that's the thing that's kind of the point of it but i also just got a little bit discouraged I'm like, uh,
0: right this is this guy that i just can't get past Eh, well what do i do now well i'll just go play something else Therein lies where i feel is the sweet moment of the game because i mean for this game to really work you have to die a lot you do have to die you have to die you died progress a little bit you die, and you die, and you die, and you die, right? And then when you finally figure out how to beat the boss... you called, you and, died. And you get the glimmer of hope of like, okay, I know how to do this, and you actually finally beat the boss, mm. there is a moment of satisfaction that you don't get with very, with, with many other games. Yeah, you're like, oh, this ends a reward. I actually earned and learned. Mm-hmm. Earn and learn. Learn and earn. Yep. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> should be the other name of this game rinveler <laughs> you died you died learn, learn and learn. Earn.
1: <laughs> that's not to say i don't think it's a good game mm. i just it wasn't 100 percent for me as i said before this whole like mystery fantasy land thing that's fine like being dungeons and magical swords and dragons yeah 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 it's fine but not super in my wheelhouse i won't be deleting this game i will keep it around maybe i'll play a little bit more but I I well, i'm still frustrated by this one dang enemy this mm, corrupted sentinel yeah he's got the shield like i think i figured it out like oh you need to attack him from behind which is very cowardly
0: so but yeah I that's what you have to do you have to parry forward. Bored. so the other thing that you can do is you can go around and just make sure you're collecting everything so that you can level up right okay we should talk about the soul shards right the soul shards the soul shards, the yeah. And so this is another the aspect shards. that's very similar to Dark Souls, where you have to go around and everything you kill provides a little bit of essentially money, right? Like it's it's experience that allows you to level up. The okay. Great thing about this game, which I think works because it's a mobile thing, mobile game, is that even if you die, you still retain your shards. Because in <laughs> Dark Souls, if you die, you lose your souls. So you might have collected like five hundred shards. And if you die at any certain point because you messed up, you lose it at that point. You got to go in there and collect it again, right? You got to go find your dead body and collect it again. If you don't do that, you lose it forever. And so the other thing that this does well is that because it's a mobile device game, I think they purposely did that because I think I'd be super frustrated if I either stopped the game halfway or died accidentally and I lost all my shards that I collected. So very smart move on them. But they still make it difficult enough to like where after you kill an enemy, you know, uh, you get like a whole bunch of shards, which makes you feel great.
1: Shall we get to the 3 by
0: 3s Let's get to the 3 by 3s
1: As you said, Sam, it's a very polished game. Nice to look at if you're into that kind of graphical thing. Yeah, you know, it's a game made well by people who know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, which is surprising because I, I looked at the team and the credits and it's actually not a huge team. And the level of quality and polish and the voice acting and the artwork the feel of the game all coming together, I was very impressed. It does feel like a AAA game on the mobile device and for a small team to pull it off, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, the graphics are great. I uh, haven't noticed any slowdowns. Uh, That's true. Yeah, I,
1: even on my rather ancient
0: phone now. Yeah, it's it, it works really well. Um, the controls felt pretty intuitive, even though they uh, are on-screen even, D-pads. Oh,
1: yeah. Sam's the least favorite of the controls, but yeah. you
0: adapted. I adapted pretty quickly Yeah, uh, and didn't have any issues with it. I will say a minor thing is that you aren't able to place the buttons in any way in like the configuration. Mm, right. Like most on-screen D-pad control games, they allow you to adjust the scale or like the button placements a little bit. This yeah. didn't allow for that to happen. Any other good points? I liked the idea
1: of it being deliberately difficult. And that's quite uh nice. that was a refreshing change. Because a whole bunch of games we play are very like just about leveling up, kinda of grinding away. Which is obviously the same here, but the fact that it's deliberately difficult I appreciated that, even mm. though I wasn't good enough to actually get much get very far.
0: <laughs> did it did the difficulty make you feel like it's a grapefruit in any way?
1: Yeah, I think so. In that, I was like, oh, well, I know I'm going to die again.
0: Mm.
1: Ugh. All right, well, we'll just
0: do this again. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> normally with, and, and once again, like grapefruit just means that it's a harder rind to get through and allows for some hesitation before you actually enjoy the sweet morsels of the game. Um, yeah, for, for a game like Dark Souls, it's actually very much a grapefruit to me. Because I think the, the punishment of you losing your souls is so high mm. that it makes you like, kind I don't of want to play. I don't want to play. <laughs> right. Whereas this one, not being able to do that, but still has the difficulty made mm. it so much more accessible for me. But, and on top of that, like I felt the progression of things was like very well done, like unraveling the story just little by little and not being too heavy handed with the story up front.
1: That's true. There is no sort of intro cutscenes or anything like that, which I yeah. was kind of expecting for this kind of game, where you see, oh, it's a fantasy. Okay, boy, we'll have to trundle through endless cutscenes of people chatting about dragons and having a quest <laughs> to save a queen, <laughs> or some kind of volcano. Well, thing. you are on yeah. a quest
0: from King Valor, but all oh, of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there it is. All of this stuff is gathered little by little, right? Which I think was a good touch. Like they they were very they were very conscious about making this a mobile-first experience. Yeah, um,
1: agreed. I appreciate that.
0: Well, I guess my last good point that this felt like a very full-featured game. Like, I felt like I was playing on a console. Um, I didn't feel like I was playing a mobile game. You know, most of the time when I am playing these mobile games, I'm like, okay, when am I when, when am I going to play my... I, I got to play a little bit of mobile game because I got to do this podcast. <laughs> and then I do my real gaming, which is on a console, right? Or, or like on the PC. Yeah. But with this... With this go around, also because like I guess I was traveling, <laughs> yeah. I did feel pretty satiated from a gameplay perspective by this game.
1: And no need for internet access or any kind of online thing; you can play it completely offline,
0: right? On a plane, on, on a, train, a plane, on a train, in an automobile, in a in a box. But not driving with a fox. <laughs> Onto the bad points. I hit the difficulty wall pretty quick. Like it starts
1: off pretty nicely. You've got like a bunch of pretty low-level enemies that you can just swipe at and kill. Um, but yeah, I'm still stuck on, I think it's the second or the third boss, which is a little frustrating. Yeah. And at this moment, I don't feel the urge to get better. I'm just annoyed at it. But, you know, give another 24 hours, I might come back and go, oh, I'll try again. I think that's just my inexperience and lack of playing other games in this style where that's kind of the deal with this game. Um, but yeah for the casual person that difficulty wall comes up pretty quick
0: yeah um it is it is purposefully hard and i think the more that you notice yourself improving in the game that's also another aspect that you find gratifying so if you if you can like i'd love you to beat that first boss because it is pretty satisfactory (laughs) two-handed nature of this game i mean almost you can't you can't avoid it but the fact that it you need two hands for a mobile game like I wish there was a way that this could be one handed but it's asking too much um,
1: yeah but the fact you need that, to attack parry or what's the third one you can do
0: oh jump jump yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the fact that this does play like a natural console game it's almost I'm being selfish by having it by, by calling it out as a two handed game but it's really intense as well right like mm. you can't play it casually this is you need to be you need to avoid your children you need to (laughs) you need to have a seat on the subway to play this (laughs) or in the bathroom right (laughs) yeah which is not good for you you shouldn't do that
1: i did find myself getting confused by the icons for parry and jump i can't remember what the difference is right now but there was I would look down, and I'd be like, oh wait, which one's which? Yeah. And it was always the opposite to what I thought the icons were saying.
0: I think the parry is a is a circle. It's like a loop, which is a, a roll, essentially. And then the jump mm. is like a slash, almost looks like a slash. And then attack is a sword. That's
1: that, I think that was it, yeah. The the icon for parry is a loop, which is... Because
0: you're rolling. Because you're kind of rolling. Yeah, you're doing yeah. a cartwheel, the mm. invincible cartwheel.
1: But also dash,
0: yeah, that's true. Because if you hold on to it, it's a dash as well, which is, yeah. yeah, that's confusing. But, you know. You just learn where it is and you shouldn't really need to look at the icons. But because I couldn't learn. I guess my last bad point is that for a game where it expects you to collect soul shards from everything, mm-hmm. it's pretty annoying on how you have to collect soul shards. Um, there's no form of, like, magnetism where even after you kill it, it kind of gets attracted to you. Like the soul shards kind of come towards you. I don't know how many times I killed something and then I have to go back and get the soul shards because the animation of the thing dying and then expelling the soul shards <laughs> takes a little bit. You're already like two steps away, right? It has sharded the soul shards.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. And so you have That's to go cool back and collect it. Exactly. <laughs> and the times where like you kill something off of a ledge onto like spikes that you can't get to. And then ah, the soul shards oh, appear there oh, oh. and you're like, <laughs> have to leave that behind. <laughs> Even if it just like attracted the soul shards in a vicinity towards you, that makes it for so much better. Uh, Cause I mean, it's not something that you think about where like you have to go back and collect it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things that if you killed it, you should get it.
1: Does the gameplay become repetitive further along? Like, I was sort of getting a little bit like, okay, run, jump, attack, run, Mm. jump, attack. I mean, I guess that's kind of the deal again with platformers. But as the game progresses, did you feel that or was there enough?
0: I mean, I think there is going to be a repetitive nature because it is a hack and slash. But what gets improved is the different weapons that you equip your character. So,
1: right. I think I got an axe.
0: Yeah. You do notice that you're going to be able to do different kinds of slashes. Even you can change out weapons altogether. Like you can use an axe as your main, which hits Mm -hmm. heavier but slower. Right. Um, And down the line, you'll get other weapons like gauntlets, which allows you to karate chop your enemies in a way. (laughs) Um, And you get power moves. Right. You can.
1: Right. Yes. If you swipe on the attack button Mm -hmm. and you have enough power ups, which you get from the sharding
0: souls. From the sharding souls, yes. Right. Then you can do a combo move. You can do combo moves, and then you can do like upward attacks. You can do downward slams, and then you get trinkets, which then improve those power moves. Right, so it's like you a lot of stuff yeah, going on. You level up your character, but in, in logical ways as you progress through the game. Our final seven day rating, Sam. It's uh, seven out of seven for me. It's been
1: a while since we've had a seven. A sevener.
0: <laughs> yeah, You're joining the elite seven group. Uh, I've played it for seven days. I'm still playing it. We'll see how far it goes. I might. I might even finish this bloody thing.
1: I'm going to give it a, a good four. I wasn't captivated, but I came back to it a few times. Yeah, and I'm going to keep it around. I might try and revisit. Maybe try and finish off this corrupted Sentinel. Because
0: <laughs> he is quite corrupted.
1: I think if you know you like these kind of games, absolutely get it. Right. If you're a bit more of a casual player, maybe give it a miss. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think if you're a fan of the Dark Souls series um, and you don't have a Nintendo Switch, which Dark Souls just recently came out with. Oh, ah, ding, ding, ding uh i'd say this is a great replacement for your mobile device it does have the same sort of feels you get the same sort of excitement um but all in nicely packaged mobile game that suits to your mobile needs <laughs> how many times can i say mobile so edwin you now have the selection
1: oh i'm the bow selector okay sam you're very lucky you dodged a bullet because we did not record last week i was gonna pick piffle a cat puzzle ball adventure oh boy but you're lucky, because in the meantime, Stardew Valley has come out. woo Dingle, dingle,
0: dongle. What? We shall be playing Stardew Valley. Is that the full title? Stardew Valley, dingle, dangle, dongle?
1: That's right. Uh,
0: the hit game from PC and Switch is now on iOS. From Concerned Ape. It took him several years to make this game. Then he found some friends to help import it to
1: iOS, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Got it quite quick. The game I've heard as described as social ob- obligations of the game, <laughs> we shall play for the next seven days. <laughs>
0: uh i already started so i, I started playing this on switch mm-hmm. um the switch is not conducive to subway or commuting on the bus because it's so honking big i'm i'm very glad that this came out on mobile because now i can i feel like i can now actually play it did you make some progress on the switch uh a, if you l- it a little bit like i'm a couple months in like in the game <laughs> Do like, the turnips? yeah um but you're gonna love it because one of the first <laughs> objectives is to meet all the people <laughs> and have a conversation with them which I feel are well, maybe so, be... social obligations that you don't like but maybe in game form it's okay yeah we'll see how it goes I'm really excited about this uh, I'm I'm more excited about your reaction to the Dew Valley before we go is Amsel playing Dracalia Lost no oh. I have stopped because I was so into Grimviller okay but it
1: is still on your phone.
0: It is still on my okay, phone. Okay. Yeah, I might check it out again. Um, but yeah, like it's sort of lost its appeal. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't spend money on it.
1: Right. Yeah. Did you? So you. I know you have recently just got a new phone. Will you be transferring Dragalia Lost to your new
0: phone? I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think it will. Uh, I'd like to. Like
1: three gigabytes, you'd say. <laughs> like a bit <laughs> yeah.
0: Plus, like a, a gigabyte a day for every upload that it takes. Every every mission you go on.
1: Alright, so that was the last in the segment of Will is Sam playing Dragalia Lost? Because no. No, he is not. Well I'm impressed. You that went a week longer than I was expecting.
0: Uh yeah, it had a lot it had a lot of flair. Uh I like flair. Sam, what's your thing of the week? So I watched I took your recommendation. This is not my thing of the week. Suggestion? I uh, yeah. I took your suggestion and watched Game Night. Oh, on a plane? On a plane. Uh-huh. It was great. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> I loved it. A good plane movie. Great plane movie. Probably not a good normal regular movie. No, I think I would have really enjoyed it as a regular even not movie. Even on a plane. Yeah. Okay. I, it's it's definitely a movie that I kind of want to watch again. <laughs> um, mainly, <laughs> mainly because it's it's really tightly written. It's very tightly written, yeah, that's true. And also it does some like pretty crazy director of photography shots. like when the door unlocks, it actually unlocks along with the camera to the pan. but then like even the f- entire beginning montage is very tight. It's like one scene goes from another mixed with like CG and like the board game elements, right? Mm. It was just like really well put together. like I feel like, the the director of photography is kind of trying to sideline for a um picture of the year award or something like that you know <laughs> right. like it was actually very tightly done
1: right for this genre of movie which is bad things happening to people in a funny way right it's actually like quite well well made yeah. uh one thing i did forget to mention as well was that the music i was like huh this music sounds a lot like the nick mm. and drive turns out all the same guy
0: oh interesting Cliff martinez Nice, yeah. A lot of emphasis on the production. Yeah. Like, I feel there are lots of really good touches, like um, the blood, right? It's like, (laughs) there's blood in the movie. I'm not going to tell you when or where. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. But it wasn't like... It was actually, like, really convincing blood, you know? (laughs) These are, like, one of the things that where people can really drop the production on, but it's actually (laughs) well done. (laughs) Yeah. And also the... (laughs) the Matt Damon lookalike guy. <laughs> yes. What a character. <laughs> I I told I told my wife Sandra to watch it and she said she had to stop watching cuz the guy was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> just like really creepy and gross. He like. does such a good job of being creepy and gross. <laughs> um but I I'm I'm telling you that I enjoyed it. Thank you for the recommendation. You are most welcome. Um, I my thing of the week was actually Solo, which I've also watched on the plane.
1: Oh, the Han, Han solo, solo story.
0: story. Yeah, Solo, the Han Solo story.
1: Solo, the cups, the red cup story. <laughs> exactly.
0: You know they have Solo, the movie sponsored Solo cups. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Also a good plane movie, but also just I think uh, if you're into the kind of Star Wars type feel, especially as a fan of Firefly like this is true I do think you'll like it alright well when it's for free on Netflix I will watch it then kind of a spoiler that I didn't know Ron Howard directed Solo
1: yeah I know there was a bunch of back and forth it was a troubled production from what yeah. I hear and they brought him in at the end to try and fix everything
0: and straighten it out I didn't, I didn't realize that um, but I was tickled by it I don't Does know Did he do I... some narration as well surprisingly <laughs> yeah <laughs> Han Solo had a bad feeling about this
1: I have a bad feeling about this <laughs> Uh, that's your donald glover impression That's <laughs> good
0: yeah uh all right my thing of the week pizza 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 oh yeah we were on a we we're on a we went back to school expedition or a team outing <laughs> adventure a pizza adventure we went back to pizza school
1: and we learned about pizza and what i learned was really there's no secret like i think i always thought that there was some magical thing to make pizza good but it turns out it's
0: not really no it's just it's simply better ingredients better make a better better pizza yeah don't use a rolling pin don't. on the base yeah which
1: i have certainly done in the past mm. like that if you think about it for two seconds like yeah of course you're just crushing all the air out of this beautiful bow right no wonder it's chunky and cardboardy you do not want to be using rolling pin and to just don't oversource and overtop. And I'd definitely be oversourcing and overtopping. Yeah. <laughs> Even, I'm like I get crazy. I'm like, Yeah, more stuff. Yeah, more cheese. But actually that just makes it gooey and soggy. So like just
0: keep it simple, stupid is so true. The biggest thing that I learned is temperature is key when making the pizza. Yeah, you need to crank the oven. You need to crank it. It needs to be hot. You can't keep checking it, right? It's sort of like you gotta pop it in there and just let it do its thing. And the tomato sauce Super simple. Yeah, just get uh jar Crushed tomatoes. Strained. Yeah. Passata, passata, as they say in Italy. And then just put a little <laughs> bit of garlic in there, like minced
1: garlic. And you're done. And that's it. Yeah, I feel like I, in the past, I would make tomato sauce kind of like for meatballs, but you just like let it simmer for hours on end, no. which is delicious, but a whole different thing. Right? But yeah, you just lose that fresh tomato-y flavor. That was, but that was super fun. pizzaschoolnyc.com. <laughs> they do public classes. So if you are in New York. Yeah, I highly recommend it. And then I made pizzas at home. Only set off the smoke alarm six times. <laughs> so that's my other tip: take the batteries out of your smoke alarm before you make pizza at home. <laughs> it is a hot oven.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> One last thing of the week: don't bother watching The Good Cop on Netflix, just in case you ever thought about it. Let me save
0: you an hour. Oh, weird. and just skip that. Skip Josh skip over Brolin. That. Josh Brolin. No, not Josh Brolin. Josh um, Groban. Josh. Josh Groban. Groban.
1: Which sounds like an Australian insult. Oh mate, he's such a groban. <laughs> Stop groban, me mate. He's uh, a singer or something. He's a singer. He's not really an actor. Uh, and Tony Danza.
0: That's right, Tony Danza.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, not a good show.
0: No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Isn't this a Netflix original?
1: It is a Netflix original. I think they they're trying to do like the good, the bad, bad son. Wait, bad father, good son. Mm. Like the the father's a bad cop, but then the son is a really meticulous good cop and hilarity ensues is there a catchphrase uh oh mercifully no (laughs) but i couldn't even make it through the first episode it's not funny enough to be a comedy and it's not dramatic enough to be gripping Mm. it's just neither there's like a tepid. uh, yeah there's like a joke where one of their colleagues has a apple watch style device that measures how hydrated they are and it beeps really loudly and he has to s- stand there and drink a bottle of water in the middle of a conversation. It's just like, it's just such a, it's not funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, it's not a good show. So
1: you have my permission
0: not right to over watch. right Okay, yep. I have been thinking about it because okay. I, it looks fun. It looks it, like the, the images are pretty intriguing.
1: Yeah. It looks like
0: a good, funny show.
1: Well, maybe you should try the first episode and pull oh. back and see if I'm right or wrong.
0: I mean, this coming from someone who liked Trial and Error. Well, I like John Lithgow, okay.
1: <laughs> and I will watch anything with him in it. <laughs> as evidence by me watching the whole first season of Trial and Error, it came back for a second season. No, John <laughs> Lithgow. So. so, forget it. Forget it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's our show. Uh, join us on Twitter and recommend us some games at Seven Days to Play.
1: Find us on Spotify at Seven Days to Play
0: yeah why did I struggle over the name of our show search for 7 Days to Play and we'll be right there and we will be back next week don't email us 7 Days
1: to Play